do 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 that superhero thing. Do 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 do. Wow, I knew it was coming and it was still really it, oh wow, okay. Sound. Right. Okay, right. Let's let, let, I don't know what, I'll just have to go now, won't I? Right. Hi everybody and welcome. <laughs> Hi everybody and welcome to that superhero thing podcast where we discuss the latest superhero and comic book related movies and TV shows. I'm your host Nick and joining me with that lovely song was Anthony. <laughs> Hello. Oh my God. Hello. Um, yeah. So we're on episode two. Didn't think we'd be doing an episode two. No. No, it's one of them, isn't it? Right. So um, yeah, episode two. Thank you for everybody who's come back. I can't. Yeah. Hopefully, some people will have come back after uh, episode one and the uh, audio syncing and all that sort of stuff. But we'll we'll carry on, eh? So yeah. um, we'll do. Uh, we're just gonna go through what we did last time. So. We'll go through. Uh, we'll go through all the news. Uh, this week's news. There's quite a lot, isn't there? So we'll yeah. run through all that. And what I'm going to do is, um, in case you get fed up with the news, basically, or you're just not interested, and you just want to th- go through what we uh, think about One Division, we will uh, put in the description like a timestamp of when we start when we start talking about One Division, and we'll we'll go through all that. Um, so news this week, the first bit of news which we just missed out on last week was the Justice League trailer or the Snyder Cut trailer, um, which a lot of people are making quite a bit of time for. Uh, have you watched the trailer this week, Anthony? <laughs> Do you know what? I have. I have. Well done. <laughs> what did what did right before we start sort of breaking it down? What did what did you think? What did you think of it? I am. Um... <clears throat> So from what I remember from the, I mean I'm not going to lie to you. I've only watched the original, like the actual Justice League film, when it first came out. I, I haven't really looked and watched it since. Um, yeah, me too. But I can very much feel the darker vibe straight away just from the advert. Yeah. Um, it's Zack Snyder, you know, isn't it? It's going to be. Yeah, yeah. So that 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 tone is a lot darker. Um, obviously the um the snippet with Joker as well. Um, and that little yeah. section and, and people have kind of pulled that apart and questioned what that is, whether it's um, some sort of nightmare and all sorts, haven't they? There's, there's been all sorts yeah. of kind of suggestions about it. Um, yeah. But to be fair, I mean, it it looks decent. I'm, I'm actually. I agree. I mean, I wasn't intrigued. I wasn't excited at all for it. Yeah, no. me too. Me too. I wasn't. I mean, I've what I think I watched the first or the original, let's call it Justice League. I think I don't don't think I got around to watching it till it came on to like Netflix or Sky Movies or something like that. Um, I think I probably had an idea that it wasn't going to be good. So and I went in with that idea, and it wasn't one of them films where I was like, "Oh, that was surprising." It wasn't great. I just didn't think it was particularly good and didn't really enjoy it. So when yeah. this whole Snyder Cut situation was happening and people demanding it, and then the and then they won and they got the Snyder Cut, I thought it was just going to be uh, you know better than than the Whedon cut, shall we call it. But I still didn't think it was going to be massively, you know, a massive improvement. But to be fair, from the from the trailer, I, I'm actually quite excited. I think, I mean, I, think there's, it, I think it looks good. There's parts that I'm still questioning, though, because obviously, you know, there were so many rumours about how many um, new scenes he was shooting and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then now we've obviously been told that it looks like there's only actually one new scene in the whole thing. Um, I assume that means. Is that, that what you've read? Rest, is it? I thought that's it was. What I've I read. thought it was. Okay. But I'm I'm wondering whether the other stuff is scenes that he had already shot, but just were never used. 
Yeah, I would imagine so because so, it's. Think, four... I assume that's what it is. Yeah, because it's four hours, isn't it? It's yeah. a four hour. It's a four hour film with an with an intermission, half, yeah. halfway through. It's that. So you, <laughs> it can't be. It, I would. I'd guess it's just that he's he's only filmed one new scene for it, and then yeah. he's going to use use a lot more because like. I mean, sort of skipping ahead to a little bit, we've obviously got like a bit of a breakdown to go through, but the uh, the Barry Barry Allen scene where he rescues Iris from the yeah. from like what looks like a car crash. I mean, we saw that we saw that years ago when it yeah. I think it might have been in like a, one of the initial trailers, and then obviously it just got it got pulled apart, didn't it? Yeah. Um, so there must be there must be a, a bit more to it. So should we go? Let, let's let, let's break break down the trailer. Let's go. Let's go through the trailer. So the first, obviously, we start off with with Superman dying. I think that must be from Dawn of Justice when he when he got stabbed with the the Kryptonite spear. Uh, the first thing that I noticed straight away, or to be fair, it took me a couple of goes, and when I realised something was iffy or different, is the aspect ratio. It's square, isn't it? Yeah. You know, did you get onto that? And apparently I didn't, that's how but it's going. Now that you've said it, yeah, it's going to be released that way. So that's gonna that's gonna be how it's released. So it's not gonna be in widescreen or anything like that. It's gonna be released in that square aspect ratio, because yeah. when Zack Snyder filmed it, it was filmed for IMAX and for obviously IMAX cinema screens and stuff. So right. rather than sort of cutting it down and missing out on things that apparently are very important for us to see in the whole screen, that's the that's the aspect ratio that they're gonna gonna release it in. So it is gonna be very different to anything we've we've seen obviously four hours intermission and a bit of a weird aspect ratio so it's going to be it's definitely going to be its own thing i was just saying it's probably going to be similar not the same not exactly the same but like when um peter jackson released the hobbit in 48 frames per second and that looked weird it was just a weird a different yeah. way of doing doing cinema wasn't it so that'll be that'll be quite interesting to see but I think you'll get I don't know, you'll get used to it. So I suppose it's it's similar to WandaVision, isn't it? Like the first two episodes yeah. of WandaVision were all set in that in that aspect ratio. And after about a minute of watching it, it, it didn't feel weird at all. Um no. so we get we get we get we get the trailer open in that way. I think we get Le- I think it's Lex, Jesse Eisenberg, talking, saying going on about a little bit little monologuing, saying how oh, the the god is dead. Um and then I think it's I think it's Superman's scream sort of like echoing out. So I don't know whether that's what's gonna tell dark side that i don't know maybe like the earth is it's got no one to protect it and it's you know he can he can come and attack it and then that's when we get the batman saying i had a dream and and it starts showing you like that that nightmare world but that was from that's this is that from dawn of justice i think it's from dawn of justice isn't it it's not from it's not from the original justice league or that is it wasn't having like a nightmare that superman had gone bad or something yeah i think so Okay, and then obviously we come back to. I think that comes back at the end of the, at the end of the trailer. Um, we see we see Darkseid for the fir- for the first time, and a- apparently he is the he's the big villain of the film. So it's not going to be it's not Steppenwolf. Obviously, we see we've got stuff to say about Steppenwolf, but Darkseid is going to be the main villain. Um, so yeah. I've read. So again, there must be there must be more than just you know the extra little bit obviously it's four hours as we said but the, i would imagine there's going to be quite a bit to that because we've not other than that shot and a couple of bit of like promo uh bits of material i don't think we've we've not really seen much of them um then we see steppenwolf 
Um, still Kieran Hines, who did him in the original, but this time it doesn't just look like Kieran Hines has got a helmet on. Um, he looks very <laughs> different. Stefan Wolf, um, I think I put on Twitter, he looks like Gizmo after midnight and took a load of steroids. <laughs> um, he looks well weird. It's just not... Yeah. It, but isn't he supposed to be Darkseid's brother? He doesn't look any... I know, obviously, it's 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 a comic book movie, like, but he doesn't even look like he'd be like the same same race. Maybe I'm wrong. Somebody somebody comment or something like that if, if I'm completely wrong, but that was... That that's what I thought. Yeah. Um we see we see the same uh fight where Steppenwolf's fighting um in Themyscira, which is obviously where Wonder Woman lives. I think it's called Themyscira. I'm not really that into it into the Justice League film, as we said. Um and then we get that shot with Barry Allen saving Iris. So again, that's gonna be quite good to see because I don't think we got not enough of the flash, but it, it there wasn't and I know we don't need a backstory because we all know <clears throat> we all know the Flash, and we saw him in Batman versus Superman. But again, rather than just dropping him straight into it, you know, it'd be it'd be good to see a little bit a little bit more of him. Um, and then we get Black Suit Superman. We get our not our first look because obviously we got that tiny little clip last week, sort of of the trailer for the trailer. Um, but yeah, we saw Black Suit Superman. We still, what do we think? Black suit, Black suit's cool, or is it just for for, I mean, I for actually, dramatic I effect? Like it. I think it's quite cool. I do. Yeah, I think it's a bit, it's a bit different. It's a different take. Um, yeah, like everyone's always just gone down that route of of Superman's morality and stuff like that. So to actually um, to see this darker side is is quite. It's, it, it's one of the things that I'm quite intrigued about and and looking forward to to kind of seeing. So, yeah, well, uh, Zack Snyder got interviewed and I think he got asked about it, um, and he was trying to sort of. Justify putting him in the black suit, and I don't think he felt like he would say, "Oh, just it looks cool. <laughs> it looks yeah. much cooler." So I'll put him in a black suit. He said it's something to do with the fact that if you look at the original Man of Steel movie, most people, if not all people, on Krypton were wear- wearing like black or really dark grey suits, and yeah, it was only the like Superman roots, suit. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of, I kind of get that. Whether they explain that in the movie or he's trying to sort of justify putting him in a black suit because he thought it looked cool <laughs> i don't know but we'll we'll see won't we um yeah. and then we get a few more shots like you know your little mon- you know montage shots sort of showing a bit of action and stuff see um cyborg with the mother box getting like sort of hit back with it or you know blown back with with the mother box so that's obviously still going to form part of the story um and then you get a really pissed off looking superman with uh, doing his heat vision which is obviously I've seen that picture like hundred times on Twitter or every comic book website of him using his heat vision. Uh, again, that I've got a feeling that's going to be that's going to be sort of when he fights Steppenwolf rather than rather than fighting Darkseid. I don't know where. Obviously, we don't know where it's going to go at the end. Whether it's going to wrap up the whole story or I don't know. Do you know what? Gonna sort of take it into a new you know continue continue yeah. the Justice League films from this. But I don't I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where it's going to go. I think as long as we don't see um, that terribly CGI'd moustache out of shot, I think I'll be... I'm going to miss that. <laughs> I'm going to miss his wibbly-wobbly lips. <laughs> I like them. It's not going to be the same without the wobbly lips at, at no. all. It's just, I, I love that. That was, that just just was the Justice League film and all the all the shots and everything like that is so is so good. Um, one thing I did notice, which again, which you've just reminded me because of the wibbly wobbly lips, um, 
the whole obviously we've you know i know it's a trailer it's a two and a half minute trailer and it's a four hour film so you're not gonna you know it's not there's gonna be loads in the film that we haven't even seen a clip of in the trailer but yeah it didn't look like apart from like one tiny bit of flash but i don't i don't know whether whether it'd be in the film there's there was no part of where they confront superman when he first when he first gets brought back to life and that was obviously quite a big bit of the film or the weeding version of the film and it was yeah. quite heavily focused in the trailers. So I wonder whether we're even going to get, whether we're going to get that or whether he's just going to, uh, Superman's just going to rock up, uh, you know, at some point when they're fighting <laughs> Steppenwolf or something. What? Yeah. Rock up. <laughs> just like, I'm back. <laughs> it might be. You, you, you don't know. Uh, but but yeah, so that, that was one thing, that was one thing that I sort of noticeably wasn't wasn't there. Um, and then obviously we finished it with, with Jared Leto's... Um, joker saying we live in a society i don't get that apparently it's a meme and it's a it's a famous meme about the joker but he's never said it and everyone's buzzing that Zack snyder had included that line but i don't, um, I don't know i've never heard it have you heard it we live in a society no, no, no. I don't know if I, but everyone was going absolutely mental about it um again that was in the this like post-apocalyptic world so again whether it's whether it's real whether it's a whether it's a dream whether it's a alternate reality multiverse type thing which again i know you've got stuff to talk about when we talk about the flash movie but don't know yeah. it'd, be, it'd be weird um and then yeah 18th of march which was a lot sooner than i thought i genuinely didn't realize it was coming out so soon until yeah. until the trailer i thought it was still absolute months away um and then you told me yesterday i didn't know we'd had a uh, a date for the uk yet but yeah apparently a couple of days ago it's been confirmed yeah. for the 18th so basically well. they've said they've said everywhere except i think it's china france japan and there was one other place everywhere's going to have it on some sort of um streaming platform whether you have to pay yeah. for it or anything i don't know yet they've not they've not kind of told us any details or anything but they've said it's definitely going to be available on the same day everywhere else so yeah. again well, that'll be kind good. of a watch this space thing yeah, no, it'll be good that. Well, I, th- I would imagine. I know we've got, I say, list- all our listeners and stuff like that, but we can we can see wherever people are listening. <laughs> uh, obviously, anyone in the US is obviously going to get it on HBO Max, uh, which yeah. isn't free, but you know you pay your you pay your subscription and you get everything on there. I would imagine for the UK, um, Sky tend to get everything yeah, off so. from HBO and they'll probably charge for it. So I would imagine it'd be if you've got Sky, you can pay fifteen quid to rent on Sky Store or something like that. It's not going to be. It's not going to be free. It'd be a good way of getting subscriptions, like, but uh, yeah. it's, it's unlikely, isn't it? But yeah, that'll be good. Same weekend as Falcon and Winter Soldier, which we'll get to in a bit. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be a busy weekend um, and lots for us. It's going to be a really long really long podcast or a couple of podcasts, isn't it? <laughs> um, next bit of news I saw, which I thought I read, I sort of mis, misjudged this news or did, didn't understand it straight away, um, is that we are getting um, Ryan Johnson's Star Wars trilogy. Um, obviously Ryan Johnson directed the second of the new Star Wars films The Last Jedi Um, I thought it meant when I saw the news that he was going to do his version of the latest Star Wars trilogy thank god I was wrong (laughs) it's not (laughs) he's doing his own Star Wars trilogy apparently the idea or the rumour is that it's not it's going to be like new characters not nothing at all to do with any characters that we've seen so far in Star Wars Um, 
I don't know whether it whether it'd be good or not. There's nothing confirmed by Disney. There's nothing confirmed by Lucasfilm or whatever. It's just literally he he was asked in an interview and he and he and he announced that it that it's still going ahead. But there's no dates, no story, um, anything like that. Um, after the Last Jedi, I don't know whether this is a good thing or a bad thing. What do you think? <laughs> I am. Um, I mean, the, the, this was the thing because again, Last Jedi and then um, Rise of Skywalker. It just, it just went. In, in in my opinion, it went downhill. It just yeah. seemed like it was similar stuff. All the stuff that's been done in the past. Um, I think the Luke Skywalker ending was a bit naff. Um, you know, for for his role within the films yeah. and stuff. It just, it it was a bit of a letdown. Um, I think it kind of. It was the main thing for me, for example, was um, Carrie Fisher, obviously, with her passing and all that kind of stuff that made things a lot harder. But even when they um, introduced her properly with the force, when she got sucked out of that window, I mean, that was the weirdest weirdest thing I've seen. Do you know know what I mean? I was just a bit like, really? That, that it literally looked like someone had just taken. I know, it just looked like somebody, the way they did it as well, it was like proper half-assed. <laughs> it looked like someone had just got a picture of Carrie Fisher and just like on Photoshop, just dragged it across the screen. She didn't even move. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, oh, whoop, drag her across. And then, oh, she's out now. She's got Jedi powers and that's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can remember, I remember we, we went to watch it, obviously, didn't we, for the midnight show? Yeah. And we were buzzing before we watched it. And we'd read like, there was a, t- I'm sure there was a tweet and it was like the greatest scene in any Star Wars movie. And we both came out on the first thing we were like was what what scene what because it was there was nothing <laughs> yeah. in there that was the greatest out of any star wars no. movie at all yeah over ho- opening up a whole different kind of worms here but yeah it i think someone was paid to fluff that up like <laughs> it wasn't yeah it wasn't i don't i've not got fond memory i don't think i've watched it again since we watched it at the cinema to be no, to be I honest haven't. and i don't think i've even watched the last one again since that since then no. but there's nothing really that's making me like, oh, you know, I want to, you know, whereas it's weird because the first one, the, what was it called? The Force Awakens. That was brilliant. Yeah. I really enjoyed The Force Awakens. And I don't know how you can mess it up so badly. And I don't think you can sit there and say studio interference, like is obviously the classic line because, I mean, yeah. you know, Dis- Disney do Marvel and, you know, the, the they're doing that well so yeah. I don't know what went wrong there whether it was Ryan Johnson and he just sort of lost it a bit or got a bit power hungry I don't know but you know we'll 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 see well we'll see what happens with that and whether he gets a trilogy or not or whether he just gets one film and then it sort of you know dies a death I don't, I don't know we'll see eh? that's the um, other worrying thing when somebody sets it out as a trilogy isn't it because what you yeah. don't want is is something like the golden compass for example where oh, didn't even they start it. Well, you start something out and then don't finish it. I find it so frustrating. So that, that's kind of going to be the hardest part is if you start to film, and even if it's not incredible, if it doesn't do enough justice, then they just won't carry it on. And then that it'll, would be more frustrating for me as someone who It'll do the, money, though. The whole story. It's a yeah. Star Wars film. It'll do. It'll do massive money. It's to, there's there's no. I, I don't think there's much doubt there. But um, where, yeah. I don't know. I suppose if it gets really bad reviews, though, they won't. I don't think they'd be scared to sort of just shut it down if it if it yeah. doesn't get a good reception. Um, next bit of news or more news? Um, quite a bit of like Marvel Marvel news this week. So we got uh, confirmation that on the twelfth of March, there's quite a bit coming to Disney Plus on the twelfth of March. So we have got four new episodes of Marvel Legends, which we got two episodes of before One Division started the week before. So we got a One Division episode on the twelfth of March to fill the gap or the one week gap. 
or two week gap technically between the end of one division and the start of falcon and winter soldier we are getting uh four episodes all dropped on the same day of legends so we're getting a bucky episode a sam episode a sharon carter episode uh and a zemo episode just it's like did you watch the ones on disney plus for wonder and vision don't uh, worry if you don't no. worry if you didn't you watched the trailer no, this week. That was good. <laughs> um, <laughs> can't win them all, Anthony. Um, yeah, they were, it was just like five minute. It was just like a five minute clips of like kind oh. of summarizing the story. So it was basically just clips of the movies they've been in, sort of summarizing. I say sort of a lot on this podcast. I know so that you know where they're coming from. Yes. So you know where they're coming from. Yeah. Just, right, to, okay, just yeah. I know they said sort of again, just to build up your knowledge before <laughs> or refresh your knowledge before. Um, something else when they were talking about that, Sha- uh, not Sharon Carter, because she's not a real person. Emily Van Camp, who is a real person who plays Sharon Carter. I thought it was quite funny. She got, she was being, she was being interviewed and somebody asked her, um, is Falcon and the Winter Soldier going to have the same level of mystery each week? as one division has because obviously it's got everybody talking every week and that's the benefit of it yeah. releasing week by week and she said she said i think there are elements of that but i also think you can kind of count on just good old-fashioned action so no i just thought you could have just said no because it's not clearly not gonna have any mystery it's just going to be action which yeah. isn't a bad thing it's not wrong or anything like that but no just 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 say no it's, it's not a mystery it's obviously not a mystery show is it um and then we've got that assembled as well which is starting on the same day. So that's just like a, another documentary series. And the first episode is going to be the uh, behind the scenes of WandaVision, so the making of WandaVision. So similar to the Star Wars galleries that they did for The Mandalorian. Yeah. So just the making of that. And they've said that each, maybe not every week, because Marvel Legends obviously isn't every week, but they're going to release sort of behind the scenes of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, Hawkeye, Black Widow movie. So I would imagine they'll just release one of them every time every time a series finishes or or something or something new comes out um other marvel news we had the rumor about the thor you've got more info on this one what was it what was who did we think we had on on in thor cameo did you say i mean so so it's a cameo role appearance um that's been announced um and then they said that it was from a female award winning slash nominated superhero Mm-hmm. Um, which narrows down quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, just a um, bit. And we essentially we're just being told it's Brie Larson, so we'll have Captain Marvel making an appearance in uh, in Thor. Makes sense. So it's uh, in space, yeah. we've got the Guardians, haven't we? So yeah, it's a realm in it. So should be about. Should be good. And we've got to lead into Captain Marvel. We need something to lead into Mark Captain Marvel two and sort of touch base with them, uh, I suppose. And we've got Miss Miss Marvel coming as well on Disney Plus. That's that's going to be coming at some point soon yeah. as well. So it's just kind of getting them all dropped in. And then there was a little bit of news, not really much of it, just that the rights to Punisher and Jessica Jones are now back at Marvel, which again can only be can only be a good thing. It means they've got complete control of it rather than it being sort of canon compared to yeah. like Daredevil and Jessica Jones and stuff like that. I, did, I watched Jessica Jones. I didn't watch Punisher, which apparently is really, really good. Uh, I didn't even know there were two series. But apparently I it's must brilliant. admit, I've seen I've seen a few episodes of each, but I haven't I haven't really delved into them properly. Mm, um, good. But yeah, but they've not made any announcements for like any actors returning to the MCU for for them or anything like that yet. It is just still very very early days. Obviously, apart from the rumors of um of Charlie Cox, Charlie Cox returning yeah. as Daredevil in uh, Spider Man. If, if he Spider Man. <laughs> 
<laughs> wow, Spider-Man. Um, yeah, there's, there's a yeah. So in in Spider-Man three, um, apparently Charlie Cox will be rocking up. But the thing is, if he if he is in it, even if it's just for two minutes as a cameo to act as Peter's lawyer, then sure that opens. It? It, yeah, but the thing is, it opens up the door to um, Kristen Ritter and John Bernthal yeah. coming back as as Punisher and Jessica Jones. But then it's like, does it? Because Iron Fist is a really good character, obviously MCU. Now again, I didn't watch Iron Fist pure on, on Netflix because the reviews were really not good. Yeah, and I really didn't hear good things. And a lot, I can't even remember the guy's name. Of he was from you know, the guy who played Danny Rand, who was from Game of Thrones. Oh yeah. From what I'd heard, he was sort of one of the weak links in it, and he just wasn't uh-huh. a great Danny Rand. So, but then does that mean that if they bring in Kristen Ritter and John Bernthal, we've got Charlie Cox back as well? We either we've either stuck with him playing Danny Rand, or we're just never going to get an Iron Fist because yeah. nobody because they don't fit. Because it'd be weird if you brought them back and then didn't bring him back because it's just gonna it's gonna turn into like X Men continuity, isn't it? Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then the last kind of news, but not news. Um. Yesterday I wrote it down because it all kicked off last night on Twitter that apparently Jennifer Lawrence, according to the Daily Te- Telegraph, which is a pretty reputable in my opinion. I mean, I don't read it, but I would always understand the Daily Telegraph as being a pretty solid newspaper. Yeah. And they didn't just sort of like make up shit like the sun. Um, <laughs> that Jennifer Lawrence is, don't sue me, son, and like anyone's going to be listening. Um, uh, Jennifer Lawrence has apparent, was apparently in Australia, which is where the, the film and everything. It's like Australia and Atlanta seem to be the place where the film and all the MCU films. So Thor is being filmed in Australia. They said that Jennifer Lawrence has flown over to Australia, just bluntly said to put to film Fantastic Four, which I think everybody assumed she's going to be Sue Storm, and there was a people weren't happy because they don't want it to be Sue Storm, and I don't know whether it's that they don't want Jennifer Lawrence to be it or everyone's got the heart set on Emily Blunt because they want John Krasinski and Emily Blunt, but. I don't know. We had a chat about this before we started recording, which we probably shouldn't have done. Um, <laughs> the, but I don't, I don't like the idea. I don't. I don't. I like Jennifer Lawrence. I think she's a good actress. But I think I'm just, too in love with the idea of John, as... John Krasinski <clears throat> and Emily Blunt playing the the two roles. You can't have one without the other, can you? No. You can't. I, it, we, we, you couldn't have John because because as soon as I saw that, I thought, oh, this is legit. This. Oh, it's been debunked before. Sorry. Apparently, it's been debunked. Um, Marvel have come out and stated that they've only just started interviewing writers for Fantastic Four, so they're nowhere near filming. So, uh, take you know, take that as as being true, or whether they're just trying to sort of you know, cover their asses because it's been leaked somehow. Yeah. But when I saw the news, I was just like, right, well, that means we've not got John Krasinski. That was my first instinct that you were, if they've not got Emily Blunt, they're not going to have John Krasinski. So I don't know whether they do. I think, I don't know, she'd be a bit too young to be John Krasinski's missus in it. I, I don't know. Do don't know think? I don't know how old she is, but she just looks, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think, I think if they were going for Jennifer Lawrence, they'd be trying to put it a, I know. I don't. I think she's probably the same. You know, she's probably like mid thirties. I would imagine, maybe early thirties. She's probably not actually that far from Emily Blunt at this point, is she? No, she probably isn't. But I just think when I don't know, I always just see her as being quite a. And this isn't. It's not sort of like it's not a dig at her. It's not a bad thing or anything like that. But I think if I saw her as as being Sue Storm in the film, I would think right. They're going for a young. Not as oh digging a hole here, aren't I? No, no, Emily no. Blunt's I get old. it because you know, the difference. <laughs> but is, that's the view I'd take. Uh, like I know Emily Blunt from films as an adult, 
a lot of Jennifer Lawrence films, she's been late teens, early 20s. She's been younger. So I think you just kind yeah. of associate a lot of her work with a younger character than you would with Emily Blunt. Yeah. And it, it's, not, it's not their actual age. Yeah. I think it's the, the portrayals that they've had in past roles. Yeah. That's what you're trying to say. Yeah. See, if, I, if it was Emily Blunt, I'd be saying, I'd be saying, I mean, again, I don't know how old either of these people are, but I'd probably be saying if it was, if they were casting Emily Blunt, I'd probably be saying early to mid 30s, Sue Storm. And if they cast Jennifer Lawrence, I'd be saying early 20s. And, yeah. that, and that'd be it. But then you'd be having, surely you'd be having an early 20s Reed Richards. So I don't, I don't know. I, I'd, I'm, I'm kind of glad that that it's hopefully it's it's not her. Marvel might be covering the backside, but yeah. I don't I don't know. She's a good actress, but I just I just don't think she fits Sue Sue Storm. And again, I think it's too soon from her being Mystique. Yeah, to definitely for her to then come in as that. Um, and then la- oh, not last bit of news, but last bit of news before we get into another trailer. Um, Umbrella Academy. Did you watch? Have you watched Umbrella Academy? Um, yes, I've seen the first two series. Yeah. Really oh, enjoyed cool. it yeah, so, so far. Brilliant. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, some brilliant performances in there. Um, it was announced a couple of months ago, weeks ago, that they would um, that season three had been greenlit. And now uh, Elliot Page, who plays Vanya, has put on Twitter that it started filming. And there's a photo of a director's chair, confirmation that it started filming, and then there's a, a new logo as well, which is basically just the umbrella with a three in it, and then the sparrow on top. Because we're going to have the the Sparrow Academy in this one, who we kind of met at the end of season two, and we definitely saw alternate reality Ben, which is brilliant that, ben, yeah. that Ben's back. But yeah, really good, really good series. Really looking forward to to season to season three. I was I was a bit because of like COVID and stuff like that. It seemed to take quite a bit of time for them to confirm that season three had actually been greenlit or was coming. Yeah, uh, but yeah, absolutely made up. Absolutely made up when that got confirmed. Um, and then last bit of news was that this week we got a Mortal Kombat trailer. Um, another trailer, two trailers in one week. I've asked you to watch, Anthony. Have you watched the Mortal Kombat trailer? Um, yes, I have. Wait. Didn't understand it, I'm not going to lie, because I've never, I've never watched Mortal Kombat. I've never understood it. I actually even tried to... You've never with... seen the original film, no? No, I tried to watch it yesterday, the 1995 one. Wow. I tried to watch it yeah, yesterday. that's a... That's a... And I was like, "That is brave. Oh, that that's brutal." And I got about seven minutes in and was like, "No, I need to stop." So no, yeah, I feel I think like it's got, I feel I like think... I just need to go in with a fresh slate with the new one. To be honest, yeah, I think you do. I think you do. <laughs> I think it's one of them things. It's like when there's a film that's so old and everyone who's watched it in 1995 is like, "That's brilliant." Yeah. And I think if I watched it now, I'd still look at it with like rose tinted glasses and be like oh that's fun that's brilliant that because at the time it was but start i think if you start if you try to watch it now not having not watched it yeah i think it'd yeah, be like sitting there be. watching the mighty morphin power rangers now and seeing ivan who's come out and thinking what the hell is going on yeah here? it was that kind yeah, of no i know yeah I proper cheese couldn't, yeah couldn't do it yeah no i agree i thought this looked this looked decent though again yeah. a lot probably similar to what my expectations of when you know the justice league trailer i thought Again, from even though it's a classic film, the original Mortal Kombat from '95, and then they did Mortal Kombat Annihilation, I think was the second one, and that was just awful. They didn't even get half the cast back, and the CG was bad, and the story was bad. Really? So I think I thought that this was I, again. I didn't even know up until about six months ago, maybe even sooner, that I didn't even know this was being made. And when I re- when I first then when I heard that they were making a live action Mortal Kombat, I thought, oh, this is going to be some like rubbish. TV series that's 
I don't know, on the CW or something like that in America. But um, yeah, I do, I, I, it looks it looks quite good. Um, again, do a bit of a breakdown on it. Um, you've watched it, which is which is handy. Um, the very beginning of it, with, with in like the first, I know it was a red band trailer that, that they released, which I think is good because you don't need to release and not. R-rated trailer for a clearly R-rated film, do you? Yeah. You know, target your target your audience, and that's what they've gone. But yeah. just those first like thirty seconds, we so it opens with Sub Zero. So I was I was quite impressed that we saw him that early on because obviously he's a big character. He's a you know he's a big character, don't you? Sub Zero. He's like one. Of, surely he's one of he's one of like the most recognizable apart from Scorpion, most recognizable characters from Mortal Kombat. Or do you really not know about Mortal Kombat? I really don't know about Mortal Kombat at all. Okay. So obviously in the game you had you had there's loads of characters like Liu Kang and Jax and Sub Zero and Scorpion, but Sub Zero and Scorpion are probably like the the most recognisable. Scorpion right. probably more than most. Who's like the Yellow Ninja, um, but to get, I th- I was quite surprised that we got him so early because he's a he's a he's a big character. Um, but it was just brutal. Like literally thirty seconds in, just freezes who we know is now Jax, just freezes Jax's arms and just breaks him off within like the first 30 seconds or 10 seconds, probably the trailer. It's just like, I probably was hooked then. I was like, right, I can, this is where this is going, is it? Yeah. This is going to be, <laughs> this is going to be quite a, a gruesome, brutal film. Yeah. Um. So yeah, obviously they, they started off with that. Apparently he's going to be, Sub-Zero is going to be the main villain of the film. I've read, or the, the director has supposedly stated. So the director's a guy called Simon McCoy, and uh, there was an interview with him. He basically did a breakdown of the trailer. Um, and I'm not going to lie, I've got quite a lot of my notes from the breakdown of him because I thought it was better to talk about the trailer than the guy who directed the trailer. <laughs> um, so uh, they got, obviously we start off seeing Jack, that Jax, who is, again, he's a character from the, from the game. I uh, don't think it was the first game, but maybe like two or three games in. Um, he's got metal arms in the game. So, so... This is how he gets his metal arms, clearly, and you see Obviously. him later in the trailer as well. Um, the tra- the guy, I thought it was quite interesting because the 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 breakdown of the, I think it was IGN did this breakdown of the trailer, and he starts off the the director saying, you know, we wanted to we wanted to introduce Sub Zero very early, and we wanted it to be quite shocking and be be quite spooky how he turns up, uh, and then he says, this is how we've decided that we're gonna Jax is gonna lose his arms because in the games, uh, there's been many games and there've been loads of different explanations as to how he how he lost his arms. So we thought it was okay to take some liberties and sort of change it up and come up, come up with our own explanation as to how he loses his arms. And I thought, yeah, that's, that, that sounds like a decent explanation for changing yeah. it. You know, there's, you know, it's changed in the past and stuff like that. And then we get the next guy, the next one, the next bit is we get a look at one of the main characters who is a character called Cole, Cole Young. And again, there's been quite a lot of talk because he's a completely new character. No one's, he's not been in the games uh, at all. I think there's a bit of speculation that he might be somebody else, but he's apparently a completely new character. And the director's explanation was, well, it was, you know, people people were questioning why we were introducing a new character who no one's ever heard of as the main character. And we thought, well... Mortal Kombat games introduce new characters, so we thought it was okay to introduce a new character, and I just thought that's the crappiest explanation. <laughs> that's like that's just the, the shittest explanation for we'd introduce a new character because people introduce new characters all the time, so we thought that was a decent explanation. I just thought, right, you've lost me now, you've lost me now, mate. Um, so, but yeah, he's a new character called called Cole Lung, a um, uh, Cole Young, sorry, um, and then we get a few other shots we see a we see a scene which has got um he's an actor Hi- hiroyuki sanada who was um the baddie in the wolverine 
or the bad guy in in the Wolverine, which is obviously Hugh Jackman, where which is all set in like um, Japan. Um, he's he's playing Scorpion, but that scene where he's he's in, like in his house and all the ninjas are coming at him, and he's got the rope with the with the dagger on the end. That is apparently the opening scene of the film, and that's showing how he becomes how he becomes Scorpion. Um, and then yeah. we get introduced to all the other characters who are, again are classic characters from the game. So we get Sonya, uh, we get Kano with like who's like shooting his laser eye. Um, I think he was more of like a bad guy from the from the games. I know he was in the. I think he was in the first film. You probably saw him like in the first in, in the first seven minutes, but he's a bad guy in that. So oh. he seems to be with the with the goodies in this goodies and baddies. I keep saying goodies and baddies. Um, <laughs> and then we see Liu Kang. We see Jax, who is um, Macad Macad Brooks from Supergirl. He plays Jimmy Olsen in Supergirl, I think. Oh, okay. At least that's what it said on IMDb. Um, if it is him, he's massive compared to what I've seen him on telly before. He's, he looks like he's proper got like jacked. Should we use that? Should we use that word? He looks massive. Yeah. Um, we see Scorpion, which again the director. I don't know whether he let slip whether he wasn't supposed to say this in the interview, but when you see Scorpion roll up and he's all like in his hood and he's got all like the fire around him and stuff like that, he said that's not what he looks like in the games. He's more of like a ninja rather than like a samurai in the games. And the the director in the interview said that says this is the first version. I mean, sorry, the, the the first time we see Scorpion, and I'm wondering like, are we not? Maybe there is another version of the oh. must be. He, he must have like let that slip, and there's another version because in the games he's like he get he becomes more like demon esque, shall we say? Like he's got like a skull head and all that sort of stuff in the games at one point. Um, so we see him, and then we see a really brief shot of. Goro, Goro, who's the guy with the four arms? You see him like jumping up for a second. Um, I'm just, just trying to explain this to you because obviously you've got no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and then we see the fight with Sub Zero and Scorpion, um, who are like the, as I said, the two main, two, well, two bigger, two of the biggest characters in the game. Um, one bit that I thought was boss from the fight, again, how much detail you looked into it. Um, there's a bit where he, I think he Sub Zero, the blue one. This is the blue one, Anthony. The blue okay. one um, slashes slashes Scorpion, and this blood like spurts out of Scorpion's arm, and Sub Zero freezes it in midair and uses it as a dagger and stabs him with it. Amazing. And I just thought that's like that's pro. I like that. I like that little little bit of detail. Um, and then yet yeah, we get we get Scorpion. You've heard Scorpion saying "Get over here," haven't you? You know that. You know yeah. that's from that's a line from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. So, yeah. so he throws, throws that in. And again, he throws that in. And then I think it finishes with with Kano doing like a fatality. He's got someone's heart in his hand and he says, uh, Kano wins, which is again, it yeah. always comes up with the, the, the character's names. But with with that, with like him throwing in like, get over here and Kano wins, The again, I don't know whether he was trying to sort of justify it, but the director was very much saying, oh, don't worry, we're not just throwing these lines in willy-nilly or anything like that. We make sure that all these lines and all these elements from the games mean something so that it's not yeah. really cheesy and stuff like the first two films whether it is or whether he's just trying to cover himself i, I don't know but but yeah but yeah i'm excited for it i think it'll be quite interesting i don't think i i mean if we're doing the podcast we're probably gonna have to go to the pictures to watch it but um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i don't think i don't know if it'd be something i'd be like oh i need to go and see that day one i think it'd probably be like wait for streaming or something like that but and i would imagine if you've never I, as somebody who's not really been into the games and never, you know only watched the first seven minutes of the uh of the original film are you i don't know is it do you think it's it does it do you look at it and think that looks boss. I need to go and see it. Not bothered, or just think, do you know what? If I wasn't doing a podcast, I wouldn't bother with it. I mean, I'm to be fair. I'm all about 
your action films and stuff like that. So anything with a damn good fight scene in usually tends to kind of tweak my interest. So seeing yeah. seeing that kind of level. And I mean, obviously, I know that Mortal Kombat was a game. So when I say I didn't know anything about it, I knew that it was a game. No, I and I knew it was like a fighting one. Um, I think probably the the best description I knew is that it was going to it was something like Tekken. And it was just fighting in arenas. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of as much as I knew. And I knew, obviously, about the fatality thing because um, my nephew um, is also obsessed with watching those videos and things like that. Um, but they gave him nightmares, so he had to stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, so kind of that was probably as far as my, my knowledge went. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's something that I'd definitely be interested in watching see it it looks yeah. like they've done quite a decent job with it um whether they've just picked the best few scenes out of the whole film and just whacked it onto the trailer i don't know but only time will tell i would imagine i would imagine you're probably along the right lines there i don't think it's going to be like i think it'll be good i think it's going to be like a fun watch i think it's going to be yeah. easy isn't it but it's not going to be uh, it's not going to be, I'd li- i doubt it's going to like set up a franchise or or anything yeah. like that or yeah. i know obviously nothing's really doing big bucks at the box office at the moment but i don't think it's going to uh, be that be that big uh, but yeah. again it's out quite soon i think it's out april i think it's it? in the trailer yeah so again that's quite that's quite soon so again it will it will it, i think it's been pushed back a couple of times already so i think it's quite with it not being a huge film it's quite brave to be releasing something like that now yeah I think you know yeah. when when you, you suppose when you've got like the likes of like Black Widow like we talked about last week, potentially not releasing in May. I think trying to release trying to release something like that and expecting big money to come off it, I think it's yeah. quite I think it's quite big. But it's Warner Brothers, isn't it? It's Warner yeah. Brothers, so it's one of them ones that's coming to HBO. It's going straight to HBO Max in the states. Right. Okay. It's really it's one of them like simultaneous releases, the same as Wonder Woman was, and the same as not not. The Snyder Cut, obviously, because that's just coming straight to streaming. But you know that you know that bit of news, don't you, about all the all the DC films and the Warner Brothers films coming out on HBO Max at the same time? Yeah, yeah, because there's been yeah, a lot of so backlash with the, the theaters, haven't there, with all the cinema yeah. theaters and stuff? Yeah. So. so it's it's one of them. So that's probably thinking about it. They'll they'll get away with it to a to a degree. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's I think that's all the news I've got this week. Isn't it anything else that you saw that? thought that you thought was i mean there's been quite a lot there that we've thrown in but there has been loads the saw? only other the only other thing i've got is just kind of the the info on the flash movie as well um because we, oh, we yeah, did yeah. very slightly touch on it before um because obviously mm-hmm. it's had a rough time so far because there's been people dropping out left right and center um but it seems to be back on track now because they've released the first photo of um people arriving on set i think it was somebody outside one of the studios um like okay. a long distance shot of them um We've also obviously now had the info that Sasha Cal has been cast as Supergirl. Um, she's yeah. not got a lot of credits I looked through, but she's recently been in The Young and the Restless, which I have not watched. Um, but she was. No, but she was a, we've heard of it. Haven't she, we? Yeah, it's bit. She's been in it for a, a couple of series, so it's not like just a small role or anything. Um, okay. So the rumor at the minute is just that it's based around the Flashpoint Paradox comics, um, which mm-hmm. involves kind of time travel, him going back to save his mum. Um, the problem being that when he comes back to um, back to kind of present day and um, the amazons and the atlanteans are at war and um, bruce wayne is dead because he was killed in the robbery instead of thomas wayne so we've then got yeah. thomas wayne as a more violent version of batman um yeah but that'll the, be that'll be amazing but that it would it, it, it would it, be quite cool if that if that's the way they did go um but they're not going you know, to are they at me <laughs> they'll pro- no they'll probably have differences well this is the thing because we've now also been told that ben affleck and michael keaton are slated to return as batman 
Well, so both of them, yeah. Both of them, yeah. So what they're gonna do is is a, a mystery at the minute how they how they work that. I didn't know whether they might have done Michael Keaton in, like as a little tip and potentially put him as Thomas Wayne as Batman. Um, you know that because with his age and things like that, I thought that might have been a route that they would go down. Um, yeah, just but if obviously he, if... he played Batman in the past. If we get it from the same, if we get it along the same lines of like, it's now Ben Affleck is not Batman because that that version of Bruce died. You know who was, you know who played his dad, don't you, in Dawn of Justice? Um, in the scene, no. Jeffrey D, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh yes, it was. Yeah. Which would mean, which would mean, which would be. I don't know who which I want more. Would do I want Michael yeah. Keaton? Okay, yeah. <laughs> or Jeffrey D. Jeffrey D. Jeffrey Morgan, D. Morgan as, Morgan ba- as Batman with a with guns would just be fantastic. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, no. that'd be that'd be um, So, so yeah, I mean, there was there was even rumours that um there may be a return of Dan DeVito as Penguin as well, but that is just rumours at the moment. Yeah, uh, whether that's got any legs to it or not, I don't know. But yeah, there, there it seems sounds to be a it's, fair bit of talk. Yeah, it sounds it sounds really good, but then I've just got this sort of fear that we're going down the rushing to rushing to get their version of the multiverse again i suppose yeah and but... and that's the other thing with with kind of looking at these these characters you know picking favorite characters and then bringing them back to try and bring some nostalgia to try and get more viewers that's the other thing yeah. that i'm worried about you know if you're going to do it make sure that you give it justice don't don't just do it for the sake of doing it um yeah. but i mean it, it's it's something that i'm i'm interested in because i do want to know how they put michael keaton into it all to be honest i think it yeah you know, I, I like him as an actor and if he's in it then i, I do kind of want to want to see how how it goes and how it pans out so yeah. yeah it's probably the most i mean for me anyway it's probably the most uh i mean the, out of all the dc movies that are coming but no only you know only going off like the rumors and what we think we know so far it'd probably yeah. be my most anticipated dc movie I, again it's not saying not saying massive amounts because i think they've made a bit of a mess so far and you know while while i enjoy dc and I, you know i want to watch them i've always got anytime anything comes out it's like oh is it going to be is it going to be an absolute mess? i mean like the, the suicide squad i mean it's james gunn writing it and directing it so it's it's like yeah. It more, you know, it's got that going for it. So, yeah. but then it's still in the back of my mind. Ah, it's it's Suicide Squad sequel. Do you know what I mean? Or is it a sequel? <laughs> is it a reboot? We, you know, yeah. I don't think it's even been fully confirmed which no. way we're going with it. But it's just, it it's it's definitely interesting. And the fact that we've now got Sasha Sasha Kahlo, Sasha Kale, how how you pronounce it, as a you know Supergirl again, it's getting more full the film yeah. but you know in a, in, a, in a good way but i just hope like you said it's not just like let's throw as much as many characters in and as much nostalgia as we can throw in yeah. to get people to 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 bite because don't be wrong they will i will if there's all that people if, if michael Ke- if michael keaton's back as batman like an old yeah. ba- older batman i'll be all over that because it'll be it'd be really you know it'd be fun to see that even if they don't get like dan devito back and stuff like that it'll yeah. still be really interesting to see and really exciting but will it just be oh that was really interesting we got michael keaton back and we got loads of cameos and then i'm not really interested in the next dc film because even though it was fun it was an absolute mess and i think yeah. that's where they need to they just need to and again they've had i don't know i can't remember the name of who's been attached to it but i know they've had multiple directors leave the project yeah. And they've obviously got their issues with casting. Like, I mean, Ezra Miller had like a I think a massive... it's um, it's Barbara. Is it Muschietti or <clears throat> something like that? Now, 
I think uh, I think she's the one that's taken the helm now for it. But I um, so she's she's the one that's. I think it was her that may have posted the actual um, set photo. Okay, so well, it'll be it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. But yeah, let's yeah, I'll be I'll I'll be a lot more comfortable when we get not even just casting because I think I'd be surprised now if my if we don't get confirmation that Michael Keaton's going to be Batman. But yeah, uh, like a trailer. Let's see it. Let's see a trailer and let's get a bit of an <laughs> idea as to where the film's going. And yeah. then yeah, we'll we'll sort of we'll 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 see see from there. Um, anything else? Anything else you've seen? No, we covered, no, no, we covered all the big it, news. Yeah, yeah. Sound. Okay, so we are we are now just over forty five minutes in, and we've not we've not talked about one division yet. So we'll put we'll put the uh, we'll put the little thing in the the little description in the in the uh, in the description to to say when we start talking about about one division. So yeah, let's get into let's get into into one division. It'll be quicker this week because we haven't got six episodes worth to to go <laughs> over. Um, but yeah, I think just, let's do same again like we did last week. Just let let's yeah. let, let's talk th- talk through it. Start from the top and finish it. Finish where it ended. So we didn't go straight into an intro this week. We started with the clip that was released by I think it was Good Morning America earlier in or I think it's Thursday. They released this little they released this little clip, didn't they? Um, yeah. Which is basically Wonder wandering bed and instantly which which will come on to the intro in a second which surprised me a little bit the intro but i think everybody thought we were just going into a modern family parody um and don't wrong it was kind of it was a modern family parody wasn't it to a degree but yeah the intro took us a different way but instantly we were straight into we were straight into modern family which is brilliant and i you know i think everyone sort of liked it was even down going down that route yeah, it was even down to like the birds tweeting in the background when they're talking to the camera and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. really, really look, like worked on it to make sure that it, it it's it's there. Yeah. Now I think if you're going with the modern, I think I get the impression this is going to be like our last sitcom type yeah. parody. And obviously, we'll you know we'll touch on that at the end. But I think this is going to be the last one where we're sort of parried in anything. Any type of sitcom, yeah. so they needed to get they needed to get Modern Family into it. Uh, so obviously we o- we open with Wanda uh, in the bed talking to the camera. She's had the, she had a rough night, shall we say? And we get the flashback <laughs> of everybody running away from the hex getting bigger. Um, and a bit do we get a bit of comedic music when everyone's running around and screaming and stuff like that? I think from we, yeah, there was, there was kind of like of, a, a humorous tone, like it was. I oh, what was. did I get up to? Oh, How drunk was I, know, I yeah. last night? It was that kind of <laughs> that's feeling, where they were it? going. That's where they were going with it, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we get Billy and Tommy coming in, um, saying that they need help because the game's freaking out. And again, we we see yeah. that, and that's like every whereas everything's been jumping forward like a decade, an episode, everything seems to be sort of retracting back to the fifties slowly. Yeah. Oh no, quick quickly, sorry, yeah, because it's like one second we've got it as. I don't know, like a Nintendo Wii, and then we go to a GameCube, and it goes back to Uno cards. So we get that. So that's the first. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the first inkling that something's something's going wrong. Um, what made it go wrong? I don't know. Where is it? The fact that she made the hex bigger, and whoever is controlling it, it can't can't cope with that that much. I, I don't know. Or whether it's all sort of messing with Wanda's head. Um, and then Bill, uh, Billy says, "Is Billy? Yeah, Billy says that his head's really noisy, and I I assume that's because there's more people hear. in the hex." Yeah. Yeah. There's more. There's That's more people in there, and they're all they're all like screaming to get out. Um, we see the milk. That's another little nod that something's going wrong. So that she pulls out the milk, and it goes 
to like a 1950s bottle of milk black i say black and white milk it's white isn't it but we go back to to, to old school milk and she even smells it to make sure that it's not gone it's not like really old <laughs> um and then we get the intro which milk. was exactly and then we get the intro which is which again surprised me i, I, I enjoyed it because it was the office but it was just the office it was just the american office yeah. the the intro um just just basically wonder 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 and did I thought, you I think, sorry did you notice the um the little nod to stanley as well no i didn't was there a stanley nod in there yeah yeah so um so you know because obviously it was all in different ways when it does the what yeah. looked like um a license plate um hmm. the numbers above wonder was one two two eight two two which is stanley's date of birth 28th wow. of december How 1922 you, know? you googled that didn't you know what <laughs> well I was looking at the stories and stuff and obviously and um, someone someone had pointed it out and I was like that's really cool to be fair. I didn't even so, yeah I didn't even twig yeah. off that didn't even think to look yeah. I mean don't wrong like I've done like research on the episode and you know so, you know google things and like like the ransom note like what the ransom note thing said but you know, I didn't even didn't even come across that that's good that's a like nice yeah. little nice little nod isn't, isn't it? it yeah um and then we got the, we got the ransom note one. So one of them, it looked like a ransom note anyway. It was all sorts of like newspaper yeah. cuttings, and it said it was on the screen very very quickly. So I, I couldn't even catch it on pause, but it basically said, "I know what you're doing, Wanda," um, which doesn't really make sense now that we've seen the whole episode. Yeah, uh, and it, I was quite surprised. It's like, are we seriously trying to still convey at the start of this episode that we all think Wanda's doing this? Because surely it's pretty obvious now that I mean, it was obvious at the start of the episode that something to me anyway. That it's not Wanda. It wasn't Wanda doing it, but I don't yeah. know whether that's what they were still trying to push. And then again, at the end of it, it said when it came up with Wanda and then Vision came down to make it Wanda Vision, it said created by Wanda Maximoff. And it's like it's like are we still clearly they're still trying to push the idea that it was that it was Wanda doing it. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, we still got the little squiggly things on the eye again, which I, I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I'm uh, again different logo, different intro, and everything like that, but. It's still that one thing which is the same of the of the of how the logo the one division logo works. So do you reckon that, that could be, be something to do with um with Billy, with the fact that he's that like I mean his one of his things seems to be that he's a telepath that he can yeah. he can hear people's thoughts and stuff like that. And with it being kind of like the radio waves thing, it might mean yeah. that Billy's got a bigger role than we've initially kind of. I mean, at the minute we we're just seeing them as kids, but. Are they going to have a bigger role at, towards the end of this? Is something going to happen that that? Well, I've got a theory, but we'll do it at the end. Okay. <laughs> we'll think because I do. We don't know, do we? But uh, yeah, no, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's something to do with that. Because yeah, he, it's like he's kind of like one. I don't. I don't know the full powers of like Wiccan. Obviously, you know, Tommy is speed, and he's just got Quicksilver's powers. But I always yeah. just thought, and I know Wanda is a telepath. Has got telepathic powers, hasn't she? But um, he yeah. seems to be more heavily focused on the telepath side of things than the telekinetic yeah, yeah. side of things. So, yeah, yeah maybe. Um, so after the intro, we go to the sword base and. We're only there for like a minute, or the new sword base, because we see Haywood. I think it's the only time we see Haywood in the entire episode. Um, I think it is, yeah. This all forms. This is all part of my theory. So I'll come back to my. I'll, we'll do. We'll do Nick's weird theory. We, Nick's ridiculous theory of the week after we do those at the episode, shall we? Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, he basically said the. He's asking what's going on. One of the one of his sword agents um, is obviously talking to him, and he asks if the broadcast's still going, and the broadcast has stopped. 
I didn't twig onto that until the second time I watched the episode. The broadcast oh, no, stopped. Why? Why the broadcast stopped? Makes me wonder what was the point in the broadcast in the first place. If they've now, if whoever's doing this, potentially who we now know at the end of the episode, um, why they were, if they're going to stop it now, why? I, a why have they stopped it, or why were they doing it in the first place? If they now seem to be okay stopping the broadcast, but it stopped. Um, and then he says, "Go and get everything ready, or we're nearly ready. We launch today." And I thought there's going to be more on this. Clearly, there will be more on it, but I thought there'd be more in the episode. But that's literally the only time we hear that. And it's the only time we see Haywood. And again, this I mean, to be part fair, forms part of my ridiculous theory. Well, I was going to say our theory last week was that we wouldn't see outside the bubble this week. And that was wrong. <laughs> we did, did we say we that? We wouldn't see outside the bubble? Well, we, oh, well, we did, we, didn't we? Yeah, yeah we, we thought we wouldn't find we out. Who... It might have been heavily focused on Darcy going into yeah. the bubble and her experience in there, didn't we? Um, before yeah, yeah. we then kind of went back out because we didn't think that we were going to find out straight away who um, the uh, Monica's... Um, but did we? Person we was. didn't. We didn't really. Kind of. I hope. I hope we didn't. I, I think we. Didn't. I think we. I think we did. I think that's yeah. it, and I'll tell you why when we get there. But I okay. hope. I hope we. We haven't. Um, but yeah. yeah, talking about Darcy, I'm gutted she wasn't a waitress called Max because that would have just been. But maybe <laughs> not enough people watch Two Broke Girls. But yeah, that thought they missed a trick there. But I. I had the obviously because we now get we go to Darcy after that, or we go to Vision. You know, waking up in the circus. But somebody, yeah. I was talking to somebody on Twitter and they were saying like, you know, because we were saying, I think I was having a conversation with them and talking about how it would be good if she was a waitress called Max. And I said, I did say, I wonder if the fact that she's handcuffed to the car will come into it and that'll be something to do with her. Like they were like the sword agent all turns the clowns. And I thought she maybe be yeah. a cop or something. Um, yeah. But obviously they, they, they did use it. But they used it to make yeah. her the escape uh, an escape artist. Um, so I thought that was that was quite good as well. Um, yeah. Uh, and then I also know which we which again has been pointed out to me the guy who comes up with like I think he's got H or S has he got H or S on his he looks like a wrestler or something like a strong man um, oh yeah he's the guy who handcuffed her to the car so the guy running the circus is the is the sword agent who handcuffed her to the car in the last episode um, she uh, what I can't remember what I was going to say now I've got it all written down oh I think there's only like a brief like I think that's only like a brief conversation at that stage that that those two have, and then we go back to Wanda, um, at her house, uh, and the kids ask where the dad is, and he's saying that, and she says if if he doesn't want to be here, then he doesn't have to be. Which again, it's like why have we got, why have we? I, I miss very that. sudden turn of, turn of like. Where did, where did we get that he doesn't it? want to? Yeah, where did we get that he doesn't want to be? Here? And is it just because she knows he tried to escape West? Uh, maybe it's just because he know. Yeah, she knows that he tried yeah. to get out of Westview and he, he thinks he doesn't want to be here anymore. Um, thought it was quite interesting as well because yeah, I think Tommy asks where's Uncle P, and Wanda says like don't don't trust that man or don't listen to anything that man says. He's not really your uncle. So again, it's like it. I feels like we've missed stuff. It's like how have we got? And I know yeah. she she got pissed off with him and you know pushed him away and stuff like that or yeah through you know f- uh, flung him across the circus but have we gone from i don't get how we've got to that point where she's like oh he's not your uncle and i know she was testing him in the last episode but i thought he'd sort of won her over by i by don't the end know of it. whether whether we're gonna get not as a part of the main story but at some point whether we'll get a little flashback to the events that happened kind of through some of some of that and some of the bits that we may have missed um yeah. 
especially because of, of obviously the twist at the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, I don't know whether it's going to kind of jump back to little sections where it's like, well, remember, you, you know, you know what I mean? I like think, nothing. I think nothing we've, got, we've got to have, and we've got to get more of it. I mean, I know the, the, what we get at the end, which is absolutely brilliant. Um, but yeah, it sort of very, very quickly explains what's happened or what the gist of what's happening is, but yeah. surely we're going to get like a bit more. We're going to obviously have to get an explanation as to what, what's happening, but hopefully we'll get more of an explanation as to the detail because and it doesn't really spoil and not obviously every we didn't do a spoiler warning but surely everybody who's listened to this watched it all 10 of you um but um (laughs) who i i just think we i don't think that and i thought i thought i sort of got to that point anyway maybe throughout throughout the episode or before the episode but i'm now starting to think that maybe like Pietro, the fact that he looks like Evan Peters is just a complete coincidence, and it's just yeah. to, it's just sort of keeping the keeping Marvel fans happy and keeping the de- you know the people who know a lot about the MCU yeah to, of a to go oh yeah yeah that is that is that because nobody yeah. else no, from what we've seen so far nobody else in Westview is not um, apart from the obvious isn't somebody from Westview. Nobody else, yeah. everybody is somebody from Westview has been recast, which they keep saying. Um, so is he, is he just, is he just somebody who, who she's decided, ah, I'll cast him as, I'll cast him as, as Pietro? Because the silver hair doesn't have to mean anything because they've all got different hair every episode. Look at Herb, do you know what yeah. I mean? He's got like an Afro one episode and then the next episode he hasn't. <laughs> so it's like, are they, is, is he just a random or is he the missing person? Because he, he could oh, be the yeah. missing person. Because I don't think, I don't think, from what we've seen, because that when when he gets cast, that whole last episode when he was in it, the Halloween episode, Jimmy Woo, who has obviously gone in looking for him, he's like really busy all the way through, and he doesn't get a chance to sort of stop and look. And I don't even think at any point he sees him on the screen. So it's like, does anybody actually know that he's not the missing person who Jimmy Woo went, went looking for from the start? I don't know, but I just think, I think it's, I think it's more, I think Wanda said it really well in the last episode when she, when she sort of implied that he might be a red heron, maybe he is a complete red heron. And it's just, yeah, he's just a ran, he's just a complete random from Westview who from our perspective just happens to look like Evan Peters. And that's, yeah. And that's it. Um, but we digress loads. Um, so, Agnes rolls up, Catherine Han, amazing, again, um, she rolls up, she offers to look after the twins, uh, which she's, which obviously Wanda's buzzing about, um, and again, quite telling now, I suppose, she says, oh, don't worry, I won't bite, and then she gets a little interview, and she goes, I actually did bite a, bite a, bite a kid once, and now that's <laughs> a bit like, oh, okay, I get where you're going with this one, and then again, she said, she asks Wanda to check out, to see if there's a mole on her back, and yeah, and now looking back at that, it's like, is that like a little hint? Is that is that did a hint? Did you also of where we're hear? Going? Did you also hear as she walks out the door? She asks the kids if they'll just check the kids. It. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and I thought that. But again, watching it the first really time, you're just like, me. you're just like, oh, it's a bit weird. But yeah, um, and then we get the, and then we get Wanda again. So she's in the house on her own now, um, and she starts again. Everything in the house starts changing reverting back to the 50s and i think she corrects it i think the tv turns back to the 50s and she turns it back to like 2000s or whatever whenever it's supposed to be yeah um yeah, yeah and then okay so then we go back so then we go to monica and jimmy uh arriving at the what is just looks like another mini 
sword base. Um, I was dead excited, <laughs> and then when she when she when she says hello to Major Goodner, I'm like, what? Where's John Krasinski? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I and again, this is something else. I'd, I'd, and this 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 guy messaged me after the on Twitter after the episode because I'd said I bet we get there and it's just some complete random who we've never heard of and we don't know. I'm, th- I'm joking, and it it is some complete random who we've never heard of and we don't know. Um, but. Before she, before she, before they get there, when they pull up, Jimmy obviously gets the email from Darcy, uh, yeah. and I think that's how he knows. I don't think he knows at that point Darcy's in the the hex, but he gets the email from Darcy, and it basically sets out Project Cataract, which is that Haywood is trying to recommission Vision because he wants his because he wants his sentient robot back. Uh, basically, yeah. and again, I've got stuff to say on that, but I'm going to leave it all until my ridiculous theory at the end, and we'll we'll, we'll come back to that. Um, so then, yeah, they roll up, and there's there's, um, and obviously that's why he's tracking. That's why they're tracking Vision because he wants his he wants his weapon back. Um, so then we meet Major Goodner, um, and again, I think this is quite telling. Now, this isn't part of my random theory, but I think this is why I think that we're not going to have anybody else being the aerospace engineer, but I think there's more to it. Because she says, my mother would have appreciated your loyalty. And then that Major Goodner says, she's not the only one we're loyal to. And I think that's, on fa- at face value, I think you're supposed to take it that obviously they're loyal to Monica. Uh, yeah. But then if you read into it, though I've probably read into it too much, but she texts them like a night before or the day before and now they've rolled up with what is apparently the most up-to-date or you know the the most solid piece of tech that they've got that's going to be able to break through the the side of the hex very very quickly and there's low and there's obviously a large group there and i think which i've seen online as well i think they're scrolls i don't think that's sword i think they're a group of scrolls maybe they are part of sword but i think i think they're scrolls I'd, and that's why I think if they are scrolls, that's what that's why she was being sketchy about who the aerospace engineer is, and not just I know a general yeah. or I know somebody or I know a team or I've got a team on the side or anything like that. I think that's why she's being sketchy about it because she obviously okay. knows that they're a group of scrolls. But if that is the case, I don't think we're going to get anybody else being the being the aerospace engineer. Um, but I think it'll just boil down to what we who we find first. I think at some point, if they are scrolls, we'll find out before the end of the season. And if we find out that there is another aerospace engineer who's designed that, then that I'd take that as they're probably not scrolls. And I'm just reading too much, too too much into yeah. it. Um, uh, and then we go to we go to Vision and Darcy again. Um, she still seems to think that he's trying to ask her out, which I thought was quite good. I like that. I like that little uh, the, that little uh, way that they were going. Uh, and then again, he does that thing where he he wakes her up. He just again touch, you know touches her head, which I kind of like. I I, I kind of liked how quickly she got brought back to being real Darcy, but I would have quite liked to see not real Darcy Do you know what, a little though, bit more. There was there was a big difference though because if you look at everybody else that went into the um went into the hex, they've all got that sitcommy hi neighbor kind of attitude yeah whereas darcy still had that dry sarcasm yeah self-deprecation at times like all that kind of stuff she she kind of had that same personality that darcy's always had so i didn't notice that she kind of had that difference from any of the other 
um, cast, as you would say. I know, I know. So. But then is it because, and this is just literally just popped into my head now, Kat, I think Kat Dennings is brilliant. I think she's de- I think yeah. she's a dead good actress. Uh, I think the character she plays in pretty much everything I've ever seen her in is quite sarky, like like Darcy. Yeah. But it's really funny yeah. and is always like the you know she's always she's a standout character in everything she's in. But then I'm like, yeah. is it just because that's all she can play? Because <laughs> have you ever seen yeah. her play anything else? And is it just that that's the only way that she could do it? But either way, it, she was she was really good. Um, obviously, yeah. then she wakes up or he Vision wakes her up. She knocks out the sword agent, which again, as I said, is the guy who handcuffed her to the to the car in the first place, which was quite good because she she got sort of her own back on him. Uh, yeah, and then they they get in the van, and again. Vision says we need to go and get her. We need to go back to Wanda, get back to the house, and get them all away from that imposter Pietro. Uh, which again is like, how does how is it, he wasn't even there for any of that, or is he just suspicious yeah. of Pietro, Piet, Pietro, Pietro that he might that he's that he's not real? Um, again, just maybe, I don't know. Well, he, I mean, I don't know because he was he was suspicious at the time that he turned up at the front door just as they were having their argument, didn't he? So. Yeah. Yeah. It, it might just be following on even from that, and he thinks that, that he just thinks now that he's seen the outside, you know, there's more to it, and and yeah. that's made him more suspicious of of everything. Yeah, don't know. Maybe. Well, it was good. Yeah. Okay. Sound. Um, and then I think further further down the line, we see more that things are, things are blocking him. But again, we come back to that. Um, we go back again. Quite a ju- lot of jumping around in this one. We go back to Wonder's house or Wonder Vision's house. Uh, loads going wrong in the house. Everything keeps moving about in the fifth, or going reverting back to the fifties, or reverting back through time. We even see the stalk from the episode with the baby, where they where she has the babies um, pop up yeah. and disappear, and pop up and disappear. Uh, and then there's a I think there's like a couple of interviews with Wanda, uh, and then the last one. She's saying, I don't know what the, why this is all happening to me. I don't know what's going on. And then we hear the director or whoever it is. I say the director because we kind of we kind of know, but we hear whoever at that time is supposed to be recording her or interviewing her um, say do you, she says, "Do you think that that maybe this is what you deserve?" Uh, which I again didn't really get onto the fact. I think the first time I watched it, I was just like, "Wow, someone's talking to her. Why are the?" And then she even questioned. She's like, yeah. "You're not supposed to talk." Um, somebody online has sped or has doubled the pitch. I think it is on that. And it is, ju- it, yeah. and I know we know who it is, but okay, well, obviously spoilers for it. It is Catherine Hahn. It's just like it's not even like another person because I thought it sounds like a, a bit of a weird bloke, but um, yeah, it, yeah, it is just Catherine Hahn. Catherine Hahn sped up, um, sped up, slowed down even. Um, but yeah, I thought that was quite interesting. Saying, do you think this is maybe what you deserve? Which again comes back to one of my random ridiculous theories, but we'll call it, let, let's do the theories at the end. You do your theories and I'll do my <laughs> theories. Um, and then we get an advert. We get another advert. We've got the same woman who we'd missed in the last week's episode, uh, who's been in all of them. And it's an ad for Nexus, which is an antidepressant. I think that's the way yeah. it seems to be. That's the way it seems to be going. Um, I think it's it sort I think this, epi- this advert seemed to still fall along the lines of, going through like something in Wanda's life because it was sort of saying that if you're if you're in a particular if you're in a really sad place you know take Nexus and it'll 
you know make you happy and all that sort of stuff and don't worry what's happening or you and you you know it can be you can be any reality or something like that so i thought that was that was sticking to the theme of it's all stuff that's happened and it's one of the story the advert are telling that i, I couldn't yeah. see and i haven't seen anywhere online or anything like that any reference to any of the infinity stones as soon as i started watching it, i was like right where can we get a where can we get an infinity stone reference here um but uh, what about you? Did you could you could you take any element of that to be anything to do with an Infinity Stone? I am um, no, not really. I um, I think I got a theory from somebody that that one was the Reality Stone, and maybe there was a there was some confusion with some of the earlier ones. Yeah. I am, um, but I really, honestly, my like my own my own opinion is is that it I couldn't. I felt like I was really trying too hard to, to associate out. them with with anything. Yeah. 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 Um, and I don't know whether it's just a focus on latest events because it says one of the side effects of this can be further depression. Yeah, I, I don't know whether that you noticed well. that at the yeah. end of it, like, and it and it's like you know she's she's in this world now that she's created to be happy, yeah. like the pill. However, she's not. Yeah, she's not. You can see she's not because she's fighting so hard to keep what what she wants, and this whole day where she's like i just need some time to myself because this is all too much for her yeah. and i think I, I don't know it's the only thing that i can think of how it's supposed to actually associate it with with the rest of the episode yeah no i know what you so. mean well i think i did again do a little bit of research on it because i thought nexus is a bit of a and i thought have we heard nexus before i was in, thinking that in as mcu well. and apparently it can there's a couple of things that that could uh, like there's a couple of things in the comics that use the name nexus as like a nexus of each being there's nexus beings or something like that like a different person in every every reality i think there's something else as well but there's there's a there is actually something in the marvel comics called the nexus of all realities and it is basically a yeah. gate it's a gateway it's a the, the nexus is a gateway that will take you to that you can use to travel to any reality in the multiverse so uh, I, I think this, then again another link to Doctor Strange too, which we know yeah, which I think I mean I think we th- and again we, but then that potentially put, um, ties back to Pet Pietro maybe being a Pietro from another from another universe because I think that's where everyone's yeah. sort of maybe people who who are just watching one because there's obviously a lot of people watching One Division like we said last week it's the most watched tv series in the world at the moment so yeah surely there's not that surely not everybody watching it is doing the research like they're, they're not all sad like us uh and doing the research <laughs> every week and you know going through it in detail they're probably just taking it as face value and probably watching every yeah. episode they going what the bloody hell's going on here sort of thing uh but <laughs> we maybe it is sort of like a teaser for them to to be like oh you know Maybe it is something to do. Oh, I missed that. It was kind of giving it away. Because to me, it's yeah. too obvious. But that could just be because yeah. we're so we're so into it, and we look we look for the detail, and we probably knew a little bit before yeah. before going in anyway. But that's potentially where that is. Uh, after the advert, we go straight to Agnes's house, which is where and the, the kids are both there. Um, Billy's got like send your scratch or the rabbit, which obviously we see later on. Um, and again, he says to he says to her that he likes it at her house because it's quiet. And then he says, Agnes, your head, your head's really quiet. And knowing what we know at the end, even off that, I was like, that surely shows that Agnes isn't. She's not somebody. With, he's he's saying everybody else in the town has got somebody in their head, which 
Vision's been waking up, screaming inside, yeah. watching, pretty much just watching what's going on and watching their body being acted out and they're, they're calling out inside the head for help. And he's just made yeah. her. He's basically just made her and said, I know you're not one of these one of these people screaming inside and i think she looks she looks at the camera even, and i know there's a lot of fourth wall breaks in this one because of the the concept and the the fact that it's a parody in modern yeah. family but she she seems quite shocked that he's and she looks at the camera and is a, a, basically talk a, about ralph at that point she talks she, about ralph at that point as well yeah but she kind of looks at the camera yeah. as to be like shit he's yeah He's little bastard. <laughs> he's yeah, got yeah. me. He's got me. Um, <laughs> so again, that was that was a uh, yeah, that was quite telling as well. Uh, we then get to uh, we go back to Jimmy and Monica, and she's all suited suited up in the in the let's call it like a, a wagon or you know a, a, some sort of vehicle or whatever to to get through. And then I think that's when Jimmy seems to confirm that they know Darcy's in there and she like makes a comment saying oh well don't worry I'll get her out um and again again a bit whether where sword's supposed to be supposed to be going or what it's supposed to be for but she he says it she said the uh, the colonel or the army woman major goodner I think her name is um says that it's almost heavily armored space rover and again I was a bit like why have you got heavily armored space rovers if you sword and I know it's got sword written all over it but I just thought you know, maybe that again implies that it's not what we what we think it is. Um, she tries yeah. to drive through the side of the hex, doesn't work. It starts trying to rewrite rewrite the uh, the space rover, and it gets kicked out. And then that's when Monica, she obviously doesn't sacrifice herself, but she goes down the route of trying to. Uh, you know, she goes in, doesn't she? At the end of the day, um, and then we see a we see a fight in it. So I think we see glimpses of, of hair in the show as Geraldine we see I think we see and hear young Monica from Captain Marvel and mom and I'm sure I heard Carol Carol Danvers talking in there as well just as she just as she sort of changes um did you yeah. did you did you hear Carol in there as well um that's what do you know what I was trying to discern that when I was listening to it all I was like is this are we getting flashbacks from everywhere is this her entire life so I was like trying to listen out to see whether we did hear anything yeah um because obviously again one of the big things that we know is that Monica's relationship with with Carol's changed doesn't yeah, it there's something um, going on there yeah. so yeah 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 well, that was good. yeah that was good it was a bit like a bit last Jedi-ish with all the uh, yeah. with all the Jedi at the end, um, and then <laughs> and then we see her, and it's trying it's, it's trying to rewrite her, isn't it? It's trying to to rewrite her and pull her yeah. apart, and then her eyes go blue, and she she basically bursts through, and she's she can see she, her vision when her eyes glow blue is something something weird going on. So she's obviously now got powers. Oh, she's got her powers. She's a she's a she's a superhero. So in the comics, she's been a few different. Oh, she's had, she's always had the same powers, but she's had a few different names. So after before Carol Danvers became Captain Marvel, she was Captain Marvel first. So she was the second Captain Marvel after the the male Captain Marvel. Uh, but I think uh, I think then she became Photon and Spectrum, and her powers, which I think you can see, are probably the way they go in with the with the show. Are that she can she can see and turn into low hundreds thousands of different forms of energy 
So she can just turn she could just turn into radiation or turn into electricity and she can go invisible you know different forms she can she can you know you wouldn't be able to That's see her because cool. you can't see her but it did look like she could see like the energy coming off like the electricity pylons and yeah. stuff um one thing that because I, I read a bit into it today to sort of i had an idea as to what what her powers were but read into it a bit today and as well as turning into these different forms of energy she can completely manipulate them so she means she'd be able to like manipulate electricity whether she can manipulate the hex or manipulate wanda's energy telekinetic energy i, I don't know but one of the things that it did say is that she can, can manipulate gamma radiation and obviously we're getting a she hulk tv series yeah. or C- series on disney plus so straight away i was like is that potentially how we're gonna get um, she Hulk because she could because she could manipulate the gamma radiation. Is she in there? Is yeah. is she already in there? Or is that um, you know we've talked about potentially? I don't know. Have we talked? Did we talk on the podcast just last week about other about potential X Men being in there? I don't think we did. Did we? I think me that was me and you have um, a conversation. We 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 touched we touched on on the potential of mutants and stuff, um, and whether this would be the introduction because then we talked about the fact that they wouldn't be doing Wolverine this soon. Yes, um, we did. Yeah. So so yeah, but I don't think we kind of went into any any kind of depth with it. Well, let's do that. Um, let's do that but, at the end of our theories then. Yeah, should we do that? Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, so after we see her get in and then she she takes off her suit and run, runs to, to Wanda's house, uh, we go back to Vision and Darcy, um, pretty much just getting stopped from, from getting to Wanda. It, whoever is controlling it, is trying to yeah. is trying to stop them stop them getting back because they don't want Vision getting back, um, and then Darcy in the van is like fully filling in Vision on what's happened. We I think we come in mid conversation, but she's explaining that he was Vision was made by Ultron, uh, or he was Jarvis, and he was supposed to be Ultron's body, yeah. and they put Jarvis and Ultron, so he's kind of part of Ultron and all that sort of stuff, um, and I think she even goes into the fact that. Which real, which is really detailed again for Dar- for Darcy to know. In my opinion, that Wanda killed him, and then Thanos used the time stone to rewind time, and then she had to watch him die again. And again, I just I was sitting there thinking, the like we talked about last week, they seem to know quite a lot about things that they weren't there. Do you know, do you yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, who, who, when, when, when. I'm going off on one again here, but when Wanda killed Vision yeah. and then Thanos killed Vision, no, I know there were yeah. other people there, but no one was there because Thanos had pretty much knocked everybody else out. So the only people, well, exactly. in my opinion or in my thought, who saw that happen twice was Wanda. She's the only person who was yeah. there. And at this point, she's only been back for that to her. That was weeks ago. And Vision actually says that. He says, to me, I can't remember anything that was happening. But to Wanda, this was mere weeks ago. So yeah. who's told Darcy what happened? Has Wanda done, done interviews and, and explained to everybody what, what happened after? It just <laughs> feels like they, she knows, like they did in the last, like we said in the last episode, she knows a lot of detail about things that have happened during during battles yeah. and stuff like that so again probably probably going too much into it but yeah and then what we do get in there is we get like a little look look to the camera um by vision which is just just looks like john krasinski in the office which i think is what they were going for <laughs> but it's just absolutely s- spot on um yeah and then we go to monica rocking up at wanda's house um 
And then she's she's obviously got the power. Monica's got her powers now. She has a bit of a she has a bit of a fight ish fight, not a fight, but she gets she she stands up to to Wanda to the point where I thought they were going to have a a bit of a fight, um, which I was quite would have been would have yeah. been quite good to see. Um, and she, I think she explains in there. She says Hay- Hayward's going to burn Westview to the ground with with you in it, and he's using you to uh, to do it. Um, and then Agnes rolls up and quickly we now know why takes takes wander away from the situation um yeah we go back to we go back to vision again quite quickly uh he's being interviewed and i was at that point i was like who's he being interviewed by or is it just is he being interviewed is it just the bro is it the broadcast but the broadcast isn't going on but who is he being interviewed by um and then he he flies off which I did think from the start, why didn't he just fly off? Why didn't he fly yeah. from the from the start? Um, and then nearly wrapping it up, we go back to Agnes's house. Um, so Agnes has taken Wanda back to her house and then Wanda sees the kids half-eating sandwiches and drinks and kids' TV and then she seems to sort of twig onto the fact that where where are the kids? And we still don't know where the where are the kids, but where, you know where are they? Um, Agnes sends her down into the basement and that's when it all... It all kicks off, shall we say? Even the even the the aspect ratio on the TV was when I was watching it slowly changed, and we went to a really yeah, wide yeah, angle. I noticed that as re- well. Just like mood straight away, wasn't it? It was like right, we're going to establish that yeah. this is moody and dark. Um, and she yeah. goes down into the basement, and it it looks like some sort of like temple church type thing. Yeah. Um, and there's a there's a book in there which I think people are speculating is a book called the Darkhold. Um, which is a really powerful, a uh, real, really powerful book. Basically, it's full of, it's full of, it's the book of spells in the Marvel universe. You've right, watched Agents okay. of, haven't you watched Agents of Shield? I yes. haven't watched it all the way through. Isn't the, apparently the Darkhold is in Agents of Shield, and it's a big, it's a big plot point at some point in Agents of Shield, and that's why people and, but it looks completely different to this. So yeah. I think people have said that if that book turns out to be the Darkhold, it's final the final nail in the coffin that Agents of Shield is not canon because it's a completely yeah, yeah. different it's a completely different book in that. Um and then yeah, Agnes Agnes rolls up or it's not Agnes, it's Agatha Harkness as she introduces herself. Um holding Senor Scratchy. Um and then we get the best theme song out of the entire oh series so far. It's amazing. amazing. Which is now, which is where you got episode two of our podcast. I was gonna say from it's just <laughs> the, the monsters since that happened the monsters theme tune has just been running around in my head the whole time and it's i just made a joke that, yeah. that that's that should be my, my theme and, and we and, should do yeah. yeah do that do that every week a different theme tune every week until we finally come on come to one that doesn't make me embarrassed yeah doesn't make me want to cry after i've <laughs> <Make> done it <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was it was boss. So we saw we saw the whole the, the theme tune was amazing. Catherine Hahn in it is just amazing. All the mannerisms she doesn't even talk apart from the very end, which we'll get yeah. to in a sec. She doesn't even she doesn't even talk all it's the way all through. Faces, but it's just the, isn't it? it's the facial expressions yeah. is just amazing. So we get a we get a rolling up. We kind of see the bottom of a witch's costume. Yeah, when she lands in the fifties, which. I know everybody obviously wants to see what that looks like. Yeah. Um, we see her. What do we see? We see her um, 
doing something to Herb when they have that conversation, which we touched on last week, which I was yeah. saying, like, obviously Agnes doesn't know what's going on. Clearly she does. Uh, we see her controlling Pietro at the door, yeah. which again is is that is that really Pietro? Is it just some random from Westview? Um, we see her being the director in the director's chair, which we knew anyway because of the because of the voice. Yeah. Um, and then we find out she killed Sparky. Yeah, which I thought was just I was got it obviously horrible but brilliant. I killed Sparky too, and then starts laughing. It was just like that cackle, by the way. That is such a brilliant brilliant melodramatic villain laugh. Like I, I was living for that moment. I just thought it was amazing. She's so she is absolutely brilliant. And then and then we got Please Stand By, which is the the worst bit of the worst bit of the episode every week. Yeah, and then I thought it was quite. It was good to get one, but yeah. quite bad because we got an after credit scene and we haven't had an after credits and the end of every ep- any episode so far. We're seven episodes in it. At yeah. least I don't think we have. I don't think I've missed I one. Don't, I don't but think I think missed. for the f- for the first like four or five episodes, I sat and watched it right till the end yeah, of the credits. Even check. the even all the <laughs> even all the the foreign language credits at the end, which go on for about fifteen minutes. I listened. I watched all of them because I was like, we're going to get something. There must there must be an after credits. Um, and I think it was only because I don't even think I was planning on watching it all the way through. It was just sat on the telly, um, and then it popped up at the end, and I was like, "All right, they're, they're throwing this in." Um, it was quite brief. It was obviously just um, Monica. She's got like you know full power. You know, I say full power, but she's got the the power that she's got turned on because her eyes were glowing blue, um, making her way down to the basement. So she's she's followed Wanda and Agnes there, and then just as she's opened it and it's about to go down, we get the first appearance of Pietro in the episode. Yeah. Um, uh, and again, we don't know. I was I was kind of expecting it to, him to hit her over the head or something. Um, yeah. Do, do you say Snoop? Snoop is going to snoop. He says. Um, yeah. But I don't know whether he didn't seem like like he was attacking her or anything like that. He could have, for all we know, he could literally just be there. What are you doing? Sort yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, just, just rolling up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Basically. Um, but yeah, all. Uh, before we get on to the theories, um, good, really good episode. I don't think it was. I don't. I wasn't disappointed until the end, but I was thinking all the way through. I think when we didn't get drunk, not that I was dead, dead set on John Krasinski, but when we didn't get anything from the aerospace engineer, and the whole episode up until the, it was Agatha all along was a yeah. bit slowish. We didn't really get anything. It felt yeah. a bit fillery again. Um, I was a bit. Oh, this isn't the best episode ever. This is like just padding for the for obviously like the big finale. Yeah. Uh, but that yeah, just completely completely redeemed it. It that was similar to really the, did, similar yeah. to Pietro. Yeah, it was yeah. it was brilliant. So um, so yeah, really good episode. Um, should we do? Should we do? We're gonna have to do this in every episode, even when we're not talking about one. That Nick's ridiculous theory of the week. <laughs> <laughs> So my my ridiculous theory of the week before we get onto the X Men theory, which I think is probably where it's going, it's it's one theory, but it's kind of it's not. I I think that there's two stories going on here. Yeah. I think that there's Agatha's story, yeah. and then I think there's the Sword slash Hayward story, which I think they've just that's a different story and a different plan that's been going on and they've just ha- this is just where they happen to be so from the Hayward point of view I think Disney and Marvel have been completely you're watching it on Disney you're not you're not doing anything anything naughty are you Anthony you're watching no no it on I'm Disney watching it on Disney Plus yeah because I know a lot of people I know a lot of people won't be um, yeah. they'll just be watching it on like torrent sites and stuff like that but I think uh, at the end of every episode 
it obviously on when you watch anything on Disney, it, it shows you, you know, what what yeah. watch this suggestion. And at the end of every single episode of One Division, it suggests you watch Age of Ultron, and it's got a big picture of Ultron. And I think that is Disney trolling us now. And I think they've basically had one of the big bads from the series who we've all been trying to guess who it is at the end of every episode, just like in your face, this is who it is. And I think, I don't think that, I don't just think that's random and all of, that's what they're doing sort of thing. I think the reasons behind it are, there's a couple, um, we cons and I know Ultron is a big part of Vision's backstory and Vision's trying to remember is what, who he is, but there's a lot of mentions of Ultron all the way yeah. through this. We're constantly being reminded by characters, by Darcy, by Vision, by Monica when she's Geraldine, about the fact that Ultron's there. Um, and we even get the flashback before on the, the episode after Pietro, again, referring back. And again, the fact that they're using Pietro could in itself be a reference back to, to, um, to Ultron. Yeah. But the, the, we, are, we know... We know that the that Haywood is after this Operation Cataract, and we know that that's the plan, and that's why he was tracking Vision the whole time. And I know last week I said I think he's Mephisto. Vision is Mephisto. I don't. I don't. I don't think that. I don't know necessarily why he can't leave the, the hex, because even Darcy asks at one point. I, I I can't figure out why you can't leave the hex and everybody else can. Um, but I think what's happening is that Haywood, or Haywood, is trying to recommission Vision because he wants Ultron or he's planning on putting Ultron back in back in him and I think it's all Hayward might even be Ultron he might be Ultron in disguise because apparently in the comics he's taken human form or he's had a human disguise well, was, like he, a that's what, that hologram or something Ultron, like that wasn't it that was his aim you know yeah to be to be to be closer to, to human, human yeah 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 but which is which is what vision it was is supposed to be uh but he yeah. could be it could be hologram or anything like that but I that's why that's why I think I think that this whole thing and the reason they're tracking vision is because what they were looking to do is somehow vision is still uh, not vision Ultron is still about uh, the like a tie he's 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 survived somewhere whether it was in a floppy disk or you know a USB drive or anything like that that's all he'd need he's still alive somewhere and he somehow managed to manipulate it enough so that the plan is that once Vision was just a, a body and Jarvis, because at the end of the day, it was the Mind Stone that was that was holding Jarvis. They even said in Infinity Stone, if we remove the Mind Stone, it'll kill Vision. Yeah. And Shuri, Shuri was trying to do a lot of work to make that not happen, to sort of retain his personality. Yeah. And I think that Ultron's idea was that, right, there's a shell now. It's my shell. I built it. I can go in there. And, and that's what it is. And the other potential sort of carry on from that is when Hayward says um we're ready for, we're nearly ready for launch and yeah. I think Hayward's plan is potentially going to be to, to replace Sokovia and on the premise that maybe if the heck if we take if we take Westview out of the hex the only way we can do it is to take it up so let's yeah. lift let's lift up Westview and take it out and, and yeah. lift it and I wouldn't be surprised if the launch was Ultron thinking right well we'll do the same as we did in Sokovia let's launch Westview and then he's he's going to get his he's going to potentially get his body back and he's going to finish the plan from the from the first one your theory from, also from would make sense with the fact that the only evidence that Wanda um, has been um, kind of evil yeah. was security footage 
which can be manipulated yeah. by a computer. 100%. Um, 100%. Now, one of my friends, uh, James, actually sent me uh, a message with a theory on there, which I actually also quite like the idea of. Um, in that, the reason that um, that Wonder's got vision and all of that kind of stuff at the moment is that when Cap went back to drop all the stones off, he actually gave yeah. the mind stone to Wonder instead so that she'd be able oh, to, to yeah. help him. Um, because obviously we don't know. We don't know the full story of what, what Captain America did when he went back. We know we know that he's lived his life and everything. But for all we yeah. know, he could have gone and returned that stone to Wanda. And she but then did. that would make this a branch reality. Yeah. That would make this a different reality. Exactly. Which is what this is all potentially about anyway. Yeah. The fact that this isn't. A... That's a good shout, that. Yeah, that, that could be. So, that she's um, gone back in to put the Mind Stone in, and then this is all yeah. this has all happened. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. So there's, there's all sorts of uh, uh, of theories going out there, but that that was quite a good one that that I got sent. Yeah. So I just thought I'd I'd mention like that, that one because it was impressive. I, like I, I did like the yeah. idea. So that's well thought out that one. And then and then so so that's my main that's my main theory that Ultron is is behind this whole thing, but then it doesn't necessarily explain what. Agatha Harkness is doing because my understanding from the little bit of research I've done is that in the comics, Agatha Harkness isn't a bad character. She's a, she's 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 a goodie as we keep saying. She's 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 helped she's helped the Avengers. She was Frank Reed Richards and Sue Storm have a have a kid called Franklin Richards who's like the most powerful being in the universe, and she's his nanny. And she basically like saves him on multiple occasions and helps the Avengers. She teaches Wanda in the comics how to use her powers. So it's quite a big. It's quite different that she's potentially going down the bad route. I think that is where she's going. I yeah. think she is. She is bad. Or this this version of Agatha Harkness is bad. And what I think the big tell because I know obviously everyone's thinking oh it's all about Mephisto and stuff like that and he's getting because I think the the premise in the comics is that Mephisto. Uh, the Billy and Tommy aren't real, and or they are real, but what they are is they're fragments of Mephisto's soul, yeah. and it's like kind of like a hawk. They're kind of like Horcruxes from Harry Potter. So he needs them to basically become come real again, and I think he does in the comics. Um, and they they disappear, or they cease to exist, or they die. And Agatha's what Agatha does in it is she erases the memory of them from from Wanda's um, head. Because yeah. she's so upset that she's lost her kids, so again, it's a it's that she's being good. Now, you could kind—I of, suppose you could construe it that it's some weird version of that because Marvel do tend to sort of skew skew things a little bit from the comics to the to the move to the movies and the TV series. Yeah. But I think the thing the thing that I think sort of sets where what Agnes or Agatha is about is when that when she's doing that interview when she talks and she says, "Do you?" do you think that maybe this is what you deserve to wonder? And I thought, when I watched that again, I thought maybe it's the, I, the, the hex anyway, because I don't think Ultron's necessarily got anything to do with the hex. I think this is just where he's found himself or where he's found the situation. I, yeah. I think that Agatha's created this whole thing to get back at Wanda or torture Wanda and... At something, and we, I know we don't know that what it is yet, but I think where it might, I, I, I've got an idea as to where it might go. But I think that she's created this life, this perfect life with Vision, her husband who she loves, two kids who she loves, and all that sort of stuff, so that she can take it away from her. 
and be like, yeah. ah, I've given you this, you've loved it and all that sort of stuff. I'm going to cause you loads of pain. I'm going to make you really depressed and really down. And then I'm going to take it away from you and then I'm going to kill you to get back at you for something. Um, yeah. And I was sitting there and was thinking, what what could she be trying to... Because we, we've not really seen much of Wanda. And I think to go down the route of, oh, she's someone from Sokovia, same as Zemo and stuff like that, is sort of treading the same treading the same sort of plot that we've already gone down. Um, So I thought maybe, and this is a really, this is proper, like, not ridiculous theory, but to stretch this, but I could see it (laughs) happening. We're working with different realities, and I wonder whether this Agatha Harkness is an Agatha Harkness from another reality, and wandering her reality has caused her so much pain or done something so bad to her that Agatha Harkness is going from reality to reality and torturing and killing every version of Wanda. Ooh, and maybe cool. that's why we're in multiple realities. So yeah. perhaps there is an act, maybe, because I think if we could end up with the, at the end of this, having that Agatha Harkness is the bad guy in this because of yeah. something like that. But then further down the line, we get this reality's Agatha Harkness, who is good and supports and helps Wanda. And we can have Catherine Hahn as a continuing thing, but as a yeah, good guy. Because yeah. good, Agnes the neighbor, I mean, she's brilliant. Is that, you know, the, the minute of Agatha she's Harkness bad. that we got at the end, she was brilliant. But she's also fantastic as good Agnes the neighbor, you know, the yeah. nice neighbor is a bit of a comic relief. So to have yeah. that as an ongoing story going through, you know, and a t- you know, appearing in like Doctor Strange 2 and Avengers movies and stuff like that. Even yeah. as like Darcy does as a bit of a comic relief, you know, recurring character. I think that would be really good as well. But I think that's, I don't think Mephisto's going to come into it. I've got a feeling now that we're not going to, Nightmare's not going to be in it. Reckon Mephisto's not going to be in it. I think it's, I think it's just, we're, Marvel are taken from the story and I think it's going to end up that Agatha is the bad guy for some reason. But then at the same time, we've still got potentially two hours left of this. It's, you know, yeah. two, two hour long episodes. So, yeah. Where the story goes, I don't know, but I I'll be surprised if that's yeah. if if it is about something else. You might I don't know, maybe maybe Wanda killed Ralph in in another yeah. reality or something like and that. That's why but, she talks about him, but we've never seen him. Uh, yeah, may, maybe yeah, and maybe Nicholas Scratch was a kid in that reality, and he did and he died, and now she calls yeah. it, and that's why she calls you know, and it's you know, Do you know what she's I, named the rabbit after him. For a second, I was wondering whether you know when Wanda's um powers were going skew if and everything was changing i was wondering yeah. whether the rabbit was going to change at any point you know because it was so prominent I throughout did. the episode i was thinking yeah, yeah. is the rabbit going to turn into something else like is it yeah. going to do anything different like but no didn't just yeah. like that no no it was good though it was good <laughs> no good, it was really good, good. good episode and then before because we're gonna have to wrap up soon because we've been on like yeah. an hour and 40 minutes but the last thing the last theory that we discussed was that and i think apparently because i spoke to my brother about this and apparently it's a it's a prevailing theory and everyone's talking about it but just so just in case anyone hasn't heard it the hex monica's been through it three times and it's changed her it's changed her dna to the point where she's now got superpowers and maybe yeah. there was already something in there because of you know what she's been doing and her, her, her closeness to to Carol Danvers and stuff like that. But uh, I think there's a theory out there that when all the people in Westview come out of it and they they've been hit with this hex and been in and out of it maybe once or twice, that that's going to change their DNA and that's where the mutants are going to come from. Uh, yeah. I think the theory seems to be that that that's Hayward's plan that Haywood's potentially done this to create mutants, to create more superheroes. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think that'd be, it'd be quite interesting to find out that that Scott Summers and Jean Grey and all that sort of stuff are in there now. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Um, 
I when I before the the Agatha reveal, when I heard that theory about four or five days ago, I was like, maybe Agnes is Jean Grey, and that's a real character. <laughs> you straight back to that again. But going back to that ridiculous theory, no, it's probably not. It's probably not right. I think it's definitely not right now. Um, but yeah, so that that's a that's a that's another theory. But yeah, it's going to be inter- very very interesting. Last two episodes. Hopefully, we will get hour long episodes this time. Uh, but we, yeah, we are good. apparently where it's going. I've, 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 yeah, but I've, we said we were apparently getting. Oh, have you, from what? Yeah, you, do you know? Do you know? Do you know when Kevin Feige might rhymes with beige? Do you personally? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. One of my friends has messaged me and said um, that they he's read it that they somewhere. know it, the last two are our episodes. So that'd be good. That'd be really yeah. good. Yeah, sound brilliant. Well, I think that sort of wraps up where. Uh, the the episode i think we've done quite i didn't think we were going to get anywhere near an hour and 45 this time no, we I, didn't have I five didn't. episodes to catch up on but we've we've done it and we've managed we've got that means we've got like an hour out of wonder this episode of one division yeah. so i think that's quite impressive and if you've managed to listen to us waffle on for about one division for an hour well done <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i think that that's about it uh to wrap it up we are uh if you want to follow us um we are on Facebook. Anthony is running the Facebook page. I'm running the uh, Twitter page. So Facebook, it's just that superhero thing. Uh, on Twitter, you can just search that superhero thing or the actual Twitter name is at superhero thing. Uh, so follow us on there. And then if you uh, subscribe to the podcast, Apple podcast, if you subscribe to us on there, that helps us out massively. Uh, yeah. And if you can leave a review uh, or and or a rating on Apple Podcast, um, that'd be that'd be brilliant, brilliant as well. It'll help us get noticed even more. Um, but yeah, nothing else from me. Thank you very much for listening. Anything else from you, Anthony? No, no, that's it. Thank you very much, guys. All right, thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. See you later. See you bye. Next week. Bye bye.